This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Ah, we got to play some of this fun stuff on radio, and now uh, we get to play it again here on Pat and Stu. Oh, yay! Cannot get enough of the president's words. What a leader! What a guy! What a man! Uh, I I feel like this is you know I I don't want to like just crazily throw this out there because I haven't fully thought it through, Uh, but I don't think he's gonna be a good president. Like for whoa! Wait a minute. I think Back he might wind up being up. below average on as far as presidents we've had. Well, no, he has. He does have how many days left? Enough. Four hundred and ten. That's why he could make it up. Right. I don't want to. That's why I don't want to just throw that out right. there. Yeah, because there's still plenty of time. But I think if I were to be called right now at this mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. and asked in one of those polls, "Do you approve of his performance?" You would say I, yes, I would, wholeheartedly. Uh, no, no. I think oh, I wow. may actually say I'm not sure at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm Yeah, really? I'm to that point with this guy. That's, no! That's the sort of stance I'm willing <laughs> to take. You radical racist! <laughs> no, wait, I, hate monger! It's got nothing to do with race. Monger it. hatred of mongering not sure because he's black. Yeah, no, I, that's exactly right. My God. Because what has he done? What has he done against you? What right have been has been taken from you? Well, what many? What like what? Name one. Well, let's talk. Let's look at his name speech it. From, <laughs> from last night. This is uh, him on the San Bernardino <laughs> you can't name uh, shooting. One. Well, I'm gonna name it right here. Let's watch. <laughs> Tonight, I want to talk with you about this tragedy, the broader threat of terrorism, mm-hmm. and how we can keep our country safe. Okay. We're really gonna go through this whole. The FBI no, is still gathering the facts about what happened in San Bernardino. But I'm gonna but here's babble what we know. about it anyway. The victims were brutally murdered and injured by one of their co-workers Mm -hmm. and his wife. So far, we have no evidence that the killers were directed by a terrorist organization overseas or that they were part of a broader conspiracy here at home. But it is clear that the two of them had gone down the dark path of radicalization. Oh, wow. Radicalization of what? Islam that calls for war against America and the West. And they mentioned Islam. Stockpiled assault weapons, ammunition, and pipe bombs. Mm-hmm. So this was an act of terrorism How about designed that? to kill innocent people. As we've become better at preventing complex, multifaceted attacks like 9-11, 
Terrorists okay. turn to less complicated okay. acts of violence, like the mass shootings that are all too common in our society. Right here. See what he did there? there? See what he did? It is this type of attack. He took it out of his realm. Fort Hood in 2009. Gave it right to the Republicans. In this is your gun this year. See, people are saying that now Fort Hood and Chattanooga are saying terrorism. Mm -hmm. I don't think he is. No, he kind of did. Because he called this terrorism, and then he, he, he immediately spoke of the other two terrorist activities. As mass shootings. Yeah, but he's... I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't, it doesn't matter. No. Uh, no. What matters is he's taking that out of his purview. Yeah. What he did there was masterfully say, uh, look, we've, we've prevented the really complicated terrorist activities, like yep. what you saw in 9-11. We've done a great job with that. What we can't do is this simpler thing where people just go and shoot because they have too easy access to right. guns. I, I mean, yeah, based on what happened in Paris fancy. just a week before, that's what he tries and to really, pull here. It really frustrates me. It makes me uh, angry with his play on the words with, uh, that it wasn't directed by ISIS because they pledged allegiance to ISIS. No, ISIS didn't specifically yeah, say, did ISIS hey, call them on go the phone? shoot that holiday party up. No, but it, uh, all over, it was reported on ISIS radio that mm -hmm. they were all happy that these were supporters. The mass shooting in California were supporters of ours. ISIS radio. Yeah. How, does that, how does that work? Hey, everybody, give it's, us a call right now at 444-GEON, <laughs> and let's see if we can get your request on. Yeah. We got a request for a for a suicide bombing over at the Seven Eleven. Let's get it on for we'll get, you here. We'll get it on for you right after some Cat Stevens. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's a ISIS radio. Burkas are us. Yeah, now I, see that's that's a bit in the making right there. Yes, I, that's what that is. I, you may have heard that's that on the Jeff is. Fisher show on the Blaze no, Radio I have Network. Not. Uh, I, airs Saturday live. You can download it at any time. Self-promotion. I hate it. Wow. It's so, wow. so naked. By the way, uh, thumb up me on Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, I'm going to have a rant about Jeff's <clears throat> self-promotion on my Facebook page later. <laughs> uh, it's going to be disturbing. Um, no, right. I, and it was the other thing I, I liked there was him essentially taking credit for stopping these complicated attacks of ISIS. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, one of the things that I've read several times from people who actually looked and analyzed the, the region is uh, that there is a situation with um, ISIS in which they have changed tactics, not because of, they, well, they were thwarted by X, Y, or Z, but because they had a different sort of approach. Their mm -hmm. belief system was different. Al-Qaeda wanted to impress the world. Al-Qaeda wanted to say, look how amazing we are. We, we, are so, we are such a big organization, we are able to pull off all these really complicated, crazy things like 9-11. Uh, and they, they look at this new technology, a shoe bomb, an underwear bomb. You're never going to be able to stop us. They wanted to, that part of their approach was communicating to the world that you couldn't stop their complicated tactics. ISIS doesn't care about that. They just care about killing people. Mm -hmm. So they'll go in and they'll do it the, most, the easiest way possible, the cheapest way possible. Right. They're not trying, they're, they don't yeah. have this campaign of trying to impress the world with their brilliance. They just want people dead. So it's not necessarily that, like, we, well, we've done such a wonderful job stopping them. It's, you know, a good portion to do with their, that's their approach. That's how they do things. Here he is uh, talking about the fact that we will overcome. And I know that after so much war, many Americans are asking whether we are confronted by a cancer that has no immediate cure. Well, here's what well, I want you to know. Well, what do you want us to know? The threat yeah, from terrorism is real, but we will overcome it. We will destroy ISIL and any other organization that tries to harm us. William. Our success won't depend on tough talk or abandoning our values or mm -hmm. giving in to fear. That's what groups like ISIL are hoping for.
Instead, we will prevail by being strong and smart, resilient and relentless, and by drawing upon every aspect of American power. Right. Like, like the power we have to change the climate, <laughs> okay? That's what we're, we're going to kill them with, with stopping climate change because that's what fuels them. And uh, we're going to stop them with nicer ideas. Ideas, not guns. We, we have got good ideas. We're going to stop them with that. We're going to stop them by stopping climate change. We'll stop them that way. Because as you know, the only reason there is terrorism, global warming. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when we stop global warming, what happens? They all go away. They all go away. They're not interested in Islamic extremist ideology. What they're worried about is the 0.9 degrees temperature rise over the past century. That's what's century. pissed them off. That's what's <sighs> pissed them off. It's very upsetting. How mad would you be? Well, I mean... You should I mean, be madder than you are because you're not that mad about it. Well, yeah, well, there's it. been We've almost no warming too. in the United States, though. Oh, yeah. Most right. of the warming is happening in the that's Arctic right. regions, which is weird. You'd think uh, the people in the Middle East wouldn't be that worked up about the Arctic warming because that's where no, most they of are. the warming is happening. They they're pissed off about polar bears dying by the billions. But they're not. They're billions increasing of dead their, polar bears all over the planet. They're increasing their population about five times in the past uh, 30 years. Yeah, but if it weren't for global warming, it would be 50 times. There'd be polar bears. In every yard. That sounds terrible. In America. That actually sounds horrific. I don't, I don't want that to be the case. Uh, yeah. Why? Just because polar bears eat people? Is that what, is that what your deal is? Mm, uh, no, no. And it, you don't want them well, to? You know, that and, you know, uh, yes, that's the okay. deal. Okay. All right. Um, by the way, uh, where is Black Lives Matter on all of this? You know, here is, uh, you've got a situation where ISIS is killing these people in Paris and we're all worked up about ISIS, right? Mm -hmm. Did you know, though, the number one terrorist group of last year, most deaths, Boko Haram. Remember that group that they they kidnapped all those teenagers in Nigeria for sex slavery and stuff? They killed 6,664 people last year. ISIS killed 6,073 Boko Haram actually more responsible, but I guess those are black people, and, and the wow. president doesn't care about black people. That is an amazing thing, though. Six, um, six thousand six hundred sixty-four for Boko Haram. I mean, they're really wow. active, but they're they're not attacking That's our interests, amazing. so we're apparently less interested. Pay attention because black lives don't matter. Obviously. Well, and you know, like Cat Stevens, they've got a hit song out, "Whiter Shade of Pale," from nineteen sixty-eight, and apparently that appeases <laughs> right. people as well. <laughs> You know, when when I, I don't uh, think it's the when same. Procol Harum just does a song and no, and no. then they kill people 40 years later, uh, I guess people don't pay attention to it because they're like, well, whiter shade of pale. They don't even play that on the radio anymore. So why do I care about Procol Harum? <laughs> I don't think. Did anyone care about them at the time? <laughs> no. I don't mean no, even frankly. they've forgotten their song. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, though. Six Over 6,000 for both those groups? Yeah. That's, that's a lot of people. You have the number for Al-Qaeda? Um, that's Is a good it? question. 23 I'm... million. 20, wow. 23 million. So they were a little more successful. Just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's not true. No, however. it's not true. Um, but uh, no, I did not we don't have them by number. list? No. Or by just, uh, uh, terror group? I could probably click through and find it somewhere. but Who's <laughs> killed the most... Let's go to the board. Let, do I hear Al-Qaeda? <laughs> uh, that's basically what this is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shoot. I mean, you would, never, you would never think Boko Haram. No. Right? You would not. You would no. never go there. You would oh, say For ISIS. over 500,000. The, pe- the terrorist groups that have killed over 500,000 people. Do I hear Al-Qaeda? <laughs> no. Oh. Number one, Boko. <laughs> it's amazing. 
Triple eight seven two seven Beck. By the way, the dad of the uh, of the terrorist in San Bernardino, Syed Farouk, I think is the dad's name. It's Syed Rizwan Farouk, who was uh, he was the one who was who was killed after he shot those people. Um, told an Italian newspaper that his son has expressed support for his, the Islamic State and was obsessed with hating Israel. The dad uh, told La Stampa that his son took an overly, conserva overly conservative outlook on Islam. I guess conservative for Islam is, is killing people. It, that's what he's saying here. And at least once expressed support for ideas promoted by uh, al-Baghdadi, the leader of, of ISIS or ISIL. Father said he counseled his son to be patient because he said in time political changes in the Middle East will accomplish his desires. I kept telling him always, stay calm, be patient. In two years, Israel will no longer exist. Oh, thanks, Dad. That is nice. That's comforting. He kept telling him, in Did two you... years, Israel will no longer exist. Yeah, well, read on because he said geopolitics is changing. Russia, China, America, too. Nobody wants the Jews there. Wow. Uh. These are bad people. <laughs> but uh, Syed Rizwan Farouk was not dissuaded by his dad's calming words. <laughs> That's that not funny. It's, it's just so not, sad. But I mean, it's, it's shocking. It is. It sure is. It's shocking. Wow. I mean, that's from USA Today. It's not from the Weekly World News or something. That's, uh, uh, that's pretty amazing. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, also, according to McClatchy, D.C., uh, Obama appears to be playing catch-up on the national mood on terrorism. His primetime speech last night uh, on the threat uh, was really not well-received. He's spoken at least a dozen times about terrorism in the weeks since Paris, and it apparently hasn't worked. Despite frequent comments in the past days, he's faced criticism from Republicans uh, for what seemed a dispassionate response to the back-to-back -back attacks, doubts about his strategy from members of both major parties, and the defection of 47 Democrats in the House who didn't accept his assurance that his administration already is doing an adequate job screening refugees in Syria. Uh, they're not on board with any of that nonsense because, frankly, his policies suck, and he doesn't have a strategy in, in, in Iraq and Syria, and we all know it. Uh, more Pat and Stu coming up in a sec, 888-727-BECK. But, you know, we've got this awesome game, and it is Christmas time, so this is something uh, for you and your family that you're all going to love. All kinds of historical facts featured in this uh, game, Historical Conquest, A Journey Through Time, uses uh, real Historical figures like Washington, Tesla, the Knights Templar, hundreds more. And a lot of really cool stuff you didn't know existed. You'll find out on these cards. Yeah, and really again, fun. we kind of talked about it in like uh, the general sense of, you've, you know, your kids uh, want to have fun. They don't want to deal with actually learning history, which mm -hmm. I know when I was a kid, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't care about it at all. Uh, but I do care about having uh, fun and actually playing games and, and games of world domination. I mean, I remember Risk back in the day. A oh, little bit yeah. more, a lot more basic than this. But, you know, you just like those games. Um, and Historical Conquest combines the fun of, of one of those types of games with uh, actually learning history. BringHistoryToLife.com uh, is their address. And you can go there and pick that up now. Blaze viewers are going to receive uh, a discount 
uh, additional 10%, which is very cool. It's a fun, educational way to spend time with your family and support a great American company. Plus, it's great if you're a homeschooler. I know they're doing really well with homeschoolers because here's a fun way to actually keep your kids mm -hmm. engaged when learning history. So go to bringhistorytolife.com today. Bringhistorytolife.com and get this game. You and your family are going to love it. Bringhistorytolife.com. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. This week on Terrorist Group Top Ten, <laughs> a band of renegades who were at number five and have shot all the way to number one. Nice. It's Boko Haram. <laughs> yeah, um, they, 32, this is amazing. In 2000, it's an incredible statistic. In the, in the turn of the century, there was 3,329 deaths due to terrorism across the globe for the year, in the year 2000. Okay. Okay. Two thousand three hundred. Mm -hmm. right. No, three thousand three hundred. Three thousand three hundred. Okay. So that has increased a tad um, as we've controlled terrorism and and deteriorated and uh, degraded mm -hmm. these terrorist groups. Mm -hmm. uh, that has gone from three thousand to thirty-two thousand six hundred fifty-eight wow. in two thousand fourteen. By the way, by a factor of ten, almost. Uh, yeah. But the most interesting thing, like you would expect, maybe Jeez. risen after nine yeah. eleven, but it has gone up eighty percent from two thousand thirteen to two thousand fourteen. An 80% rise. It was mid-teens. And now it's up to 32,000. That is unbelievable. That and, is, uh, that's crazy. And, and uh, Al-Qaeda uh, didn't even make the top five. Yeah, you know, right? um, uh, the, yeah, the, it was, uh, number one was Boko Haram. <laughs> yeah. Haram, I, I don't know. The way they, they spell it is Haram, but it, uh -huh. is it Haram? I don't know. Um, so they're, they were number one. And they have, by the way, pledged allegiance to ISIS, which is interesting. And they're essentially... Uh, executing the caliphate in another part of the world. And I would assume that the goal is for these two to, to, to eventually join. conjoin because they have pledged allegiance to ISIS, not something that's talked about much. The only, thing, the only time we ever talked about this group is when um, they, took, the they, girls, they right? took a bunch of girls and then, you know, Michelle Obama was like, bring back our girls, hashtag. You know, remember that whole thing? Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> since then, we forgot about them. They're still killing lots of people. They've had multiple attacks where hundreds and hundreds of people were murdered. Was that, Jeffy? No, I was just thinking about the Michelle Obama hashtag sign that really isn't how hashtags work and it just makes me laugh yeah. at how stupid yeah, it's they stupid. are it's stupid <laughs> uh number two was isis with yeah like they were both in the six thousand yeah, number two with a bullet yeah. number two coming in with number unfortunately two. a bullet ISIS. Um, and number three was uh i can't remember who you said but it was not al-qaeda uh number three taliban was the taliban taliban which is kind of as we in our head close to al-qaeda but not exactly mm -hmm. um then uh number four, number four was the fulani militants um and number five was al-shabib um so al-qaeda not even in the top five falling out of the top five for the first time uh that's amazing isn't that amazing i mean all these groups that we rarely hear of i'm trying to find out killing where, thousands of people how if you were to spell al-qaeda i've tried 12 different spellings and none of them have come up in this document what's what's the what is the a l space yep q q a e d a right okay this is how I did I just ALQ and stopped, which was what I right. should have, I guess, done at the beginning. What we got is AL space QA apostrophe IDA. Yeah. 
Why didn't yeah. I try that? Al Qaeda. Yeah. Um, uh, see if the, there's not. A, there's only four mentions in the entire. Spelled differently, it could be in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> there's only two mentions of it in the entire thing, and they just mm. group it in with ISIL. I mean, really, uh, a lot of the people who were in Al Qaeda, so it was a trendy thing back then. Yeah. And now, you know, people have moved on uh, to the more trendy ISIL. Uh, but bottom line is, uh, these people are not good people. They're not good people. Yeah. No. <laughs> ISIS yeah. is like, look, you join us or we kill you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what do you want? And people are kind of like, well, I mean, we're, we're still executing we're, we're infidels, right? Of I course mean, we're with okay, you. Okay, fine, we're with yeah. you. <laughs> uh, ISIS plot for world domination has been revealed. Uh, in chilling detail with plans for education and industry. The leaked dossier outlines how the terror group is trying to build a state complete with guidelines for education, natural resources, industry, diplomacy, propaganda, and the military. 24-page document, Principles in the Administration of the Islamic State, gives an incredible insight into the well-funded regime. Who is funding these guys? Who's doing this? And then I guess this is a look at one of their training camps. Uh, that has been popping up on the internet lately. Well, they can do look, look at that. They can do sit-ups, <laughs> and they can kick people and hit them, and they're fine. Ooh, kick them right in the. Yeah. Is that a, where is that a Florida right golf lives, course? Like. <clears throat> oh, and then they're doing leapfrog. <laughs> this is supposed this is to real. scare us. Is uh, it is? Yeah, it's real. It, and it's. Aren't you scared now? Look at all the things oh, they, they could can leapfrog do. the hell out of you. I know oh that. my gosh, mm -hmm. man! They can jump over somebody in a leapfrog fashion <laughs> like you can't believe. Did jumping over like that out that sort of leapfrog thing we just watched, Jeffy? Did that hurt you to even watch? Yes, it did. <laughs> Every a... joint in my body. <laughs> with, that's not going to happen. No. no. Uh, so anyway, this 24-page document was written by an Egyptian, uh, Abu Abdullah outlines how kids must receive training on bearing light arms. He also calls for a single identity for the terror group to unite both foreigners and locals. It makes a case for establishing uh, independent factories for local military and food production. So they're, they're planning for when they have their caliphate and dominate the world. Yeah, I mean, did we say this off the air or on the air, that, that uh, Boko Haram has pledged uh, allegiance to ISIS or ISIL or Daesh or is or Islamic State or mm -hmm. whatever Daesh. it is, yeah, um, and uh, they're essentially setting up a Western caliphate, and they they the plan is you'd think they're going to wind up trying to uh, connect these two uh, caliphates as they're both kind of going for the same goal here, which is just murdering as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean that, that's an incredible number, you know. Mm -hmm. I, amazing. I've watched every Republican debate, every moment of every Republican debate, yet I have not heard anyone outline the idea that terrorism is rising by 80% per year across the globe as this guy's saying that he has it under control. Contained. C contained. Contained? They don't do a good job of that. They really don't. No. Uh, we how, do I, how do we know that stat on the stupid Pat and Stu show, and they don't? And we're, we're don't seeing know. reports. I mean, we saw reports this weekend where they're starting to train uh, pilots in Libya for uh, no, Libya was, fighter jets. We, we uh, liberated that. Oh, that's right, because that, that's why you hear Kadhafi's about it on gone, ISIS so radio. they're friends now. They're Libya. friends. You hear that on ISIS, ISIS radio, too? radio is in mm -hmm. Libya. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they're... That's where, they are, that's yeah. where their, the radio yeah. is located? Yeah. Libya? Yeah. <laughs> in the place that we okay. freed from the dictator. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the same place, right? Yeah. That's the same yeah, place. Libya, yeah. mm -hmm. Good. Good. <laughs> no, that was a good move to get rid of Gaddafi. Now, see, Gaddafi was obviously a bad guy, and nobody liked him in the West. Well, yes, some did. Well, Louis Farrakhan loved him. Um, some people liked him. 
uh, but very few. And certainly our government did not like him. We bombed them a few times under Reagan. Uh, and you realize that when that happened, when we stood up to Gaddafi in Libya back in the 80s, that stopped any nonsense from them for a long time. Yeah, until, I mean, until the terrorist attack, right? Time. I mean, and, which yeah. they were obviously yep. responsible for. And, you know, he was more than a bad guy. He was a ter an international terrorist, right? I yeah. mean, there's no, there's no question about that. However, you know, he, over the years had, not, I wouldn't say he moderated, mm -hmm. But he had stopped blowing up our. I would say he place. wised up because he yeah, realized he, we're going to kill him. He, he self-preservation. Yeah, he didn't want to die. Right. Yeah, yeah right. he did not he want to die. Said that he had, had a great reports. thing going in Libya, and he wanted to keep it. Right. We had reports that he was uh, trying to convince the U.S. He knew his time was coming to an end with us, and he was trying to convince us not to kill him. Right. You know, so that he could stay in power because he was trying to tell us, "Look, if you kill me, all of this is going to happen." And he was right. Yes. You know, sadly, he's right, and it comes down to. Uh, again, would Libya be better off with Gaddafi? I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, is it is it well off now? No, it's not. It's just not. Is Iraq well off now? No, it really isn't. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's a there was a reason for these strong men to be put into place in these countries, and they not be religious zealots. That was by design in the very beginning with this Sykes Pico thing. Okay, we're going to put dictators in charge of these people, and they're going, to, they're going to oppress them to the point where they can't create radicalism like this. Man, it was part of the design in the first place, um, but uh, it's kind of unraveling now. In the um, documentary series Tyrant, uh, which mm. airs on the FX network, FX um, network yeah, yeah, it kind of gives you a good, a good uh, I don't know, a good insight into this. You know, I mean, it's obviously a fictional series, and it's, you know, it's, it's, but it's entertaining. Um, but it, the plot of it is this kind of mythical uh, Middle Eastern country and that this family rules it and they've been keeping the people down by oppression. And, you know, the the the, Califor the, the brother that moved to California as a youth comes back and tries to help and gives all these wonderful liberal ideas about how, oh, well, you need to let the people vote and you need to let people do it. And all that stuff's great and everyone agrees with it. Whenever any of the people are given the slightest bit of freedom, what do they do? They come out and they uh, they attack they bomb things, they protest, they demand more, and they, you know, and it's like these things, while it's a fictional series, show what really happens in these countries. Mm -hmm. Because while the Iron Fist is terrible and it is awful, uh, there is so much uh, craziness that... It that, brings stability. That, yeah, I mean, even Saddam Hussein, again, like these are not things that I approve of. And to me, um, giving the opportunity for freedom is worth it even if it does result in craziness, um, because at least you have the opportunity to paint your own. I mean, you saw this with, uh, I mean, Hamas wins elections, guys. They, when, you give, when you give people the opportunity to vote, they vote in Hamas. And so it's, I don't know what you do. This is why you feel like, this is why the Rand Paul uh, slice of life connects with me a little bit more than it used to. Because it's like, well, you know, what are you going to do? You go in there and you give elections to, you know, you were able to, you know, overturn a dictator and, and you put Egypt in control of their own destiny and they put the Muslim Brotherhood in. You know, it's like, well, that's not why we did it. We don't want that destiny for you to choose. We want the other one, the good one. And they don't tend to understand that. Or at least they're fearful enough to not, you know, to, to, to not feel free to vote the other way. Uh, so it's a scary thing and it's, it's impossible to manage. Impossible. What we need to do is give them better choices, like 
when you lay out your clothes, say your kids, you're trying to teach them independence, and I want you to be able to choose. So you lay out two acceptable choices for what they can wear that day. Okay, you can either wear the blue sweater with the jeans, or you can wear this uh, red sweater with the jeans. You don't give them the, you know, the crazy. Uh, no, you don't give them a pat, uh, tutu to wear that day. We should have said to the Egyptians, you can have either a, a democratic republic, or you can have a republic that's democratic. You can have a constitution like ours, or you can have a constitution that's you know based on the Magna Carta, but brought into the latest century, like ours. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's how you're going to live. Okay. Yeah. No. And I mean, if you don't like it, then tough. We're not going to help you then. Tough. I mean, there is an argument to be made for that. I mean, like you know, I've thought I've often thought of um, you know you're doing business around the world. Obviously, people should be able to do business. A normal person should be able to do business wherever they want to do business. But when we're doing government business with other countries around the world, right? We should do things. business with governments that agree with our values. Yeah. Um, you know, as much as possible. Um, and you know, like if you're buying uh, X product that is uh, exported from 30 different countries. Buy it from the one that has a connection to our country and our values and our constitution. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that you go out and you buy, you know, you pay 20 times as much if it's, you know, one. I understand that there's a line there. But, like, you know, I always think of Liberia, which was, here's a country that the capital is Monrovia. It was named after James Monroe. It was where slaves, freed slaves, went back and built a country based on them loving our nation so much. The place has been turned into a disaster over the years. But now you have a, you know, potential for hope. You have a, there's a new um, uh, president there who is a female Harvard-trained economist who is there trying to turn this country around. And it's like, wouldn't it be great to be able to support a country like that um, if they continue to love us? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I know it's a little bit like, hey, I'll, I'll pay you to love me. It's a little bit kind of the Jeffy arrangement that he has with, with numerous People that he's including his to, wife. Yeah, well, yeah. But, was, you know, we're, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, really, who, who are we to judge? Say. Uh, the, the point is, though, I mean, I think that's legitimate. Countries should be rewarded for adopting capitalism, adopting Western values, adopting, mm -hmm. uh, you know, fighting terrorism hard. Yes. You, know? you still want the billions of dollars we provide to you, like the $1.8 or whatever we give to Egypt every year? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, then here's your choices, this or this. Mm -hmm. You, you want to go outside that? No money. Sorry. Done. Um, you, you want to be a pro-American and vote that way in the U.N., or do you not, and you don't want the money? Because why, why should we continue to pay people? Why should we continue to support them when they hate our guts, when they work against us at every turn? I mean, that, that's been a joke, actually, it, a joke of mine for years, is to create a country just on an island and then declare war against the United States. They give you money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd just be concerned okay. that that uh, country would uh, capsize. If you were president, tip over and you know, uh, and why, capsize, why, would it, capsize. why would it do that? Uh, that's a great plan, though. Well, uh, if you were right smack in the center of it, you probably be okay. not. Well, probably then the whole thing's okay. going down. Yeah, but just going well, straight. that's true. It just <laughs> sinks. Why would it? No, nah, we'll, we'll fill you in later. But yeah. with, I know Rand Paul's on the mind because we just had him on radio. But he's been proposing this for a long time. Which is, look, he wants to end foreign aid. I mean, that's because it's in his belief system to end mm -hmm. foreign aid, which is fine for most people. Honestly, it's a pretty popular proposal with the exception of a couple of outliers, you know, Israel being the main right. one. But he says, all right, let's just stop foreign aid to countries that say death to America every week. I love that. How about that? Okay. Yes. Okay, right? Yes. Yeah. Now, I understand yes. the argument against it is you lose influence in those countries, but, I mean, the influence is We don't have exactly any anyway. Right. More patents do come up.
So if you're on one side of the island, you'd be you're because of you your tip over status. And, uh, <laughs> right, because you have a status yeah, like uh, medically diagnosed uh, status of um, overweight. <laughs> that it would mean you push down on one side of the island, the other side would come up, flip uh -huh. over, and then you'd be on the other. You'd be upside down. <laughs> And then you know, they lose all the buildings, they lose the yeah, and everything. Not and then because oh, of that sandwich you eat. And then we, oh. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Uh, this is such a great editorial on the front page. Front page of the New York Times. That's an editorial, though. It's an so, editorial. And as Stu know. pointed out on radio, it's the first time in, in its history yeah. they've run a, an edit, editorial on the front page. I will right? say somebody sent me something after that segment that said that he ran one in 1920 as well. Oh, oh really? So, uh, so you lied. So I did you lie. Lied. I lied. Why did you lie? Because I didn't think anyone would find out the truth, uh, and I wanted to hide it from everyone. Should have known that. 1920, a Woodrow Wilson editorial. <laughs> it was something. I can't remember what it was about. I, hold on, I can give it to you in a second. It was about some election. Uh, let's see. It was. Was it the presidential election? Um, let's see. 1920. Complaining about Calvin Coolidge or something? Warren Harding. You know, I the people who, hurting. I don't know, saved America in the 1920s? <laughs> that was probably their beef. Last time the ran, Times ran an editorial on the front page was in June 1920 when it lamented the nomination of Warren G. Harding <laughs> as a Republican <laughs> presidential candidate. It was a move the Times wrote that man. would be received with astonishment and dismay by the party whose suffrages he invites. There you go. Wow. So anyway, I missed out on the Harding thing. But yeah, it's pretty freaking rare, the bottom line is, I guess. Second time uh, in history. Then. Second time that I've ever heard of in history. Um, and it basically tells people that um, you know, they shouldn't buy uh, guns. Uh, and guns should be uh, restricted from, from use. Now, of course, mm -hmm. you can do that. There is a way to do that. It's called repealing the Second Amendment and then getting into civil war. Uh, but uh, you know, if you don't mind going through that, that general process, it's, uh, it, is, it can be done. Um, because I can guarantee you, if you try to take away 330 million guns from the American people, um, you're going to have a tough time doing that. Um, there's going to be there's going to be some percentage of them, um, a small percentage of them probably, but a small a percentage enough that it's going to be a problematic. Um, yeah. Uh, if you start doing that, because there's a Second Amendment. Even if you, I mean, honestly, like if you could amend the uh, the Constitution to take away the Second Amendment. Well, there you go. I mean, if you can pull that off, good luck with that. That's what you should be presenting, though, because that's what they want to do. And I, I love the headline here. End the gun epidemic in America. It is a moral outrage, a national disgrace that civilians can legally purchase weapons designed to kill people with brutal speed and efficiency. Well, first of all, AR-15s are not as efficient as other guns are. are they're, they're not as uh, accurate as right. like some handguns are you know it's just they mislead at every turn even their stupid sub headline there is is misleading do all guns kill with some sort of brutal efficiency i suppose so many of these attacks have but, happened with handguns yeah, where people just bring all a bunch of them of, you know it, almost all of them they make these big deals about wow they could have all these extended clips which yeah. by the way were illegal in california and were installed in this gun anyway um making it an illegal gun 
Uh, both of the guns were il illegal guns uh, mm -hmm. that they used oh, to man. Maybe they guns. Maybe they didn't know it. That's why they were using it. Yeah, right. maybe, because they right, would have. Right, right. Uh, so they didn't That would have stopped them cold. Stunningly, the terrorists were not, uh, huh. were not pushed away from this attack because of the... Because uh, that usually happens. It usually does. When somebody's uh, hell-bent on killing people, but they find out their gun's illegal, they'll stop dead in their tracks, man. They're not they worried. Just, and they, then they find out that killing people is illegal. No, they don't care about and that. So, but what they care about is the gun law. Because if the if the, it's a law against having the gun they have to kill a person, they're not willing to break that law. That's got it. sacrosanct. The murder, eh, it's a little iffy. <laughs> the, but the gun law, man, they stick right to that. It's so stupid. It's so incredibly dumb. But, I mean, it's amazing, too, because, you know, one of the things that they because they don't just say you shouldn't be able to buy guns they say one of the things they think should be passed is this idea that if you're on the terrorist no-fly list you should not be able to buy guns an understandable seemingly common sense measure that we should all get behind of course when you think about it for a little bit as we kind of talked about on radio you're talking about convicting people of of terrorism without actually charging them with terrorism you're saying, hey, we, because you're on this list, for example, I'll give you the Ted Kennedy thing because we mentioned it earlier. Uh, Ted Kennedy was on this actual list. Now, Ted Kennedy uh, did, see, he arguably was a murderer, but he was not a terrorist that we know of. Um, so <laughs> uh, just throwing that one in there. But he was uh, pulled, into, uh, pulled aside at multiple airports because he was on the no-fly list. Why? This is unbelievable. And uh, from the Washington Post. Uh, senior administration official, this is the Bush administration, spoke on condition of uh, anonymity, said uh, Kennedy was stopped because the name T. Kennedy had been used by an alias by someone on the list of terrorist suspects. So think T. Kennedy. How many T. Kennedys are there in the country? Well, there were, there were two. One of them died. And so... No, Pat. There's a lot of freaking T. Kennedys. There's more than really? uh, yeah, a lot of oh. them. Uh, and okay. think about it, because it's not just the names. This is a good thing to highlight. It's not just the names. It's the alias these people use. So if right. if uh, uh, you know uh, Muhammad Atta uses an alias that's uh, Pat Gray, mm -hmm. Pat Gray gets on the no-fly list. Now, eventually, these things get worked out. But it's Maybe. a it's it's a major Maybe. hassle. Try to get off a no-fly list. It's very difficult. I bet that's really hard. As the New York Times highlighted highlighted in an op-ed last year, yeah. where they said it took uh, up to ten years for a Muslim woman who is a professor to actually clear her name from this. Yet at the same time, they're arguing that same list should be used to restrict people from fire from uh, buying weapons. May I tell you why this is so important, though, Stu? It's so important that hmm. New York Times put this editorial on their front page. And they say, in part, these are, these are weapons of war, okay? Mm. Barely modified and deliberately marketed as tools of macho vigilant vigilantism and even insurrection. America's elected leaders offer prayers for gun victims and then callously and without fear of consequence reject the most basic restrictions on weapons of mass killing, as they did on la last Thursday. That's the, the terrorist thing they're talking about. They the distract list. us with arguments about the word terrorism. Let's be clear. These spree killings are all, in their own ways, acts of terrorism. Okay. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. But at least those countries are trying. Oh, opponents of gun control. <laughs> What? I just don't... Really? But it, opponents of gun control are saying, as they do after every killing, that no law can unfailingly forestall a specific criminal. That is true. 
They are talking many with sincerity about the constitutional challenges to effective gun regulation. Those challenges exist. They point out the wow, determined that's killers. An I know. I never heard that before. And there's more. They point out that determined killers obtained weapons illegally in places like France, England, and Norway that have strict gun laws. Yes, they did. But, but at least those countries are trying. Oh, that's, that's They're the, not succeeding. They're not getting anywhere. They've not lowered their gun death rate at all. In fact, in England and Australia, each of them, after banning guns, the gun rate, the death toll of, from guns went up. Mm -hmm. And dramatically in both cases. Now, they've since kind of evened that out in some cases. But in every year in the last 18 years, except one, England has, a, has had a higher uh, gun death rate since the ban. But that, that, that doesn't mean anything to people, to morons, to buffoons like this, writing this editorial. They don't care if yeah. it actually solves the problem. They just want to take guns from... from uh, Decent citizens, right. law-abiding citizens. Yeah, and that's the thing. They look at this as, okay, well, <clears throat> bad people want guns. If you make laws, sure, some bad people will still get guns, but generally speaking, at least you're trying to restrict bad people from having guns. What they uh, remove from that equation is that good people have guns. And what, the people who get hurt by these things are the good people. Again, the weapons used in this slaughter were, were illegal weapons. Mm -hmm. The Wall Street Journal... Uh, covered this. They were modified to be illegal weapons. They were purchased legally initially and then modified. Again, you can make all of these points up all you want about how, how you, know, you know, this idea that you could stop people from doing things. Bottom line is they had bombs as well with some uh, legal components, some illegal components that were modified to make an illegal bomb. You're never going to stop this with this. Is with this there nonsense. a legal bomb? Can you make a legal bomb? Because I'm pretty sure you can't make a legal bomb. In some circumstances, you could. Uh, bl blasting, right? Okay, yes, you could have TNT for, for construction Just blasting. Mm -hmm. yes, I'm sure could. that a lot of those fireworks are considered that, too. M uh, M80s or whatever? Yeah, and even the ones that for the shows that they bring in. Yeah. Those, are, yeah. those are really big explosives. They really are, Jeffy. Thank you for that. That has furthered well, I mean, the discussion in, in a major way. In a major and profound way, I would say. I mean, it's not a you, clock. Ticking backwards, no. I'll give you that. But you, yes, thank you for that. It's just an amazing, and this like this this <laughs> reaction <laughs> from the New York Times is the exact opposite reaction they have about terrorism. It is. It's it's. It is. You know what? Well, we'll just. And did you also notice that they borrowed a little something from the uh, Daily News from last week's article too, with the the, uh, the mocking the prayers? Yeah, mocking the prayers. America's elected leaders offer prayers for gun victims and then callously and without fear of consequence. They also call them cowards and all that. I mean, it's the same rhetoric. Are the same people working for both papers? More Pat and Stu coming up in a sec. Don't insult the Daily News like that. I mean, the Daily News is no, they're the worst people in the monitor. Freaking bad. I mean, and they're just trying to get attention. So it's yeah. like, stop trying, honey. Because it's like an old school Lindsay Lohan coming out with no clothes on tactic. It's pathetic. Or Madonna, even worse. Ooh. For the millionth time, look, it's a naked picture of Madonna. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Stu. 
if, if this weren't so dangerous, it might be kind of funny. Uh, California Democrat Loretta Sanchez uh, had an interesting claim on guns. And here it is for your enjoyment. When the speaker says we're doing so much, the reality is the Congress has been trying to get up some of these issues <laughs> for the last five years and we haven't been able to. We let the assault weapons ban, which was led by our Senator Dianne Feinstein, we let that lapse. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, multi-automatic uh, round which, weapons which are easily available, even though not in well, California, no. but they can cross the state line, <laughs> as you know. There are a lot of loopholes in our current Multi um, laws, so well, we can mm -hmm. ask people to be registered. We can have waiting periods. Yeah. A lot of the law-abiding gun um, uh, mm -hmm. purveyor sellers that what sit in idiot. our districts, they are following those. But then we have this thing it's called gun shows, which come into town, sell everything, shows. don't do these background checks. No. And there, there are way too many. Uh, problems um, in, in, uh -huh. in trying to get this done. And the Congress has a responsibility have to a close back loopholes. Right Not a single fact <laughs> was right. It's awesome. First of all, <laughs> she's really pissed off about multi-automatic round weapons. I am too, actually. I, <laughs> if they, have, if they right? exist, I'm going to get pissed. Okay, because you have, what you have is an automatic weapon, right, which are banned. But what they forgot to do was ban the, the mega Doppler automatic and the multi-automatic. Multi yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Oh, golly. If, if they would have banned those two, I'd be pretty okay. It just shows that they don't know what the hell they're talking about. The multi-automatic round weapons and we... <laughs> you can't even sell an automatic weapon by the way, anywhere in the United States. Multi-studies showed that the <laughs> assault weapons ban did nothing to affect uh, oh, absolutely crime rates. No. Uh, nothing. Um, so it was a failure, and they didn't do it again because, A, it didn't work, but B, well, it also should have been unconstitutional. What you, what you, I, I see what you're covering up, yeah, and right. that's that uh, Loretta said that the multi-automatic round weapons are easily available. I mean, think of Even she though is talking, not in California. She's as if she's a, a, a Zimbabwean <laughs> prince trying to communicate to you with her email. She's not speaking. This is not her language. Right. Multi-automatic round weapons? <laughs> Now I'm not a gun well, guy, but I know there's available, no okay. even though not in even though not in California. Right. And so yeah, okay. I love this too. My my other thing I was thinking about the other day because I guess you say because in Nevada, obviously, I mean they have automatic. You can go off the Vegas Strip and shoot automatic weapons. You can um, shoot them, but you, you can't, can't have, them. have them. But you can shoot them. Yeah. So they're prevalent. Nevada's got a pretty uh, lenient gun culture um, mm -hmm. as opposed to California. And so you could say, oh, well, those weapons could uh, come right across the border. Really? Because you want actually open borders with the country to right. our south. You let anything come across that border, mm -hmm. but you're, 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 you don't want people from Nevada to, to invade your, 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 country, your, your state. And by the way, those are the same people arguing that uh, uh, the Syrian refugees... Can just travel state to state, so it's no big deal. Right. You know, don't block them in your state. No. They just come. Right. And and by the way, Mexican gun laws for uh, all of the uh, problems with Mexico, there are a lot of freaking guns there, a lot of mm -hmm. guns there, a lot of illegal guns and a lot of legal guns in Mexico. There. Anything can come across that border and does come across that border from Mexico into your state all the time. I mean, restricting people, law-abiding citizens in Nevada's rights to uh, to buy guns is ridiculous. They always want it both ways. They say Nevada, right? Because you were looking at me with you that did. look like I was no, going to say Nevada. You're fine. Nevada's the right one, right? Yes. Nevada's the right one. Trying. More patents, too. We'll try to figure out how to pronounce states coming up. Uh, it's New York, eh?
It's Colorado, by the way, not Colorado. Colorado, Oregon, not Oregon. It's Pat and Stu, 727 Beck. Uh, New York Daily News columnists. I mean, the New York Daily News lately has just gone off the rails, haven't they? They've always been a, you know, a, a piece of crap. <laughs> but they seem a little bigger piece that's of crap. Much. Yeah, no, no they, that's, they've that's been trying hard. They've been trying harder lately. I, I guess. guess they're trying hard to get some attention and begging for it. New York Daily News com columnist uh, Linda Stassi wrote Saturday that a victim of the San Bernardino shooting massacre wasn't all that different from one of the suspected killers. In fact, the headline said this victim was just as bigoted. You've got to be kidding me. In her piece, Stasi wouldn't name Saeed Farouk because she didn't want to add to the fame of the killer, but said he and the victim, Nicholas Thalassinos, were two hate-filled, bigoted municipal employees interacting in one department. Now 13 innocent people are dead in unspeakable carnage. Uh, more from this, uh, sweetheart. Well, one man spent his free time writing frightening, NRA-loving, hate-filled screeds on Facebook about the other's religion. The other man quietly stewed and brewed his bigotry, collecting the kind of arsenal that the Facebook poster would have envied. What they didn't realize is that except for their different religions, they were in many ways similar men who even had the same job. Wow, this is a despicable column. Mm -hmm. While Farouk was a radicalized Muslim, Stasi wrote that Thalassinos was a radical born-again Christian slash Messianic Jew who died as the male equivalent of Pamela Geller. Mm -hmm. And I suppose if Pamela Geller had been killed by those uh, psychotic freak terrorists who stopped by in Garland, Texas, that would have been a good thing to this person, too. You betcha. Uh, Stasi didn't soft pedal with, with Farouk or his murderous wife, but she appeared to dole out most of her disdain to Thalassinos. And while he and his wife were depicted in a photo at the top of Stasi's column, no image of Farouk was used. That's pretty despicable. Jeez. Mm. I mean, how, how do they get away with that? But that's, none of that is inciting hatred. None of that is inciting violence. None of this is rhetoric that anybody has any kind of problem with. But if a person on the right had written something about someone on the left like this, they'd be calls for them to be shut down and stopped and mm -hmm. put away and probably have their head chopped off for all time. Of course, once your head is chopped off, it's, it, all time. It, it's usually fairly permanent. Oh, reattachment you know? surgeries. Uh, you can get that done. You have to catch it within the first 24 hours, though. <laughs> it isn't. Yeah. Wow, that soon? Yep. Oh, well, you don't have to have the surgery done, but you need to be <clears> to <throat> the hospital in the first 24 hours. As long as you put the head in some sort of ice? Uh, do you need to do I, that? I think, I think room temperature is okay, <laughs> uh, but it, it will perform better. You might, like, lose and I, you know, your eyelashes, your eyebrows, something like that well, might fall out if you, bad, don't, if you don't ice it down. Okay. So, uh, I would rather have them than not. So 
Hmm. If somebody separates my head from my shoulders, would you make sure that gets on ice if, if, if it's within my schedule restraints okay. yes all right um, uh, by the way a record a high 38 million 151,000 men 16 ages uh, 16 years or older uh, are not participating in the labor force did you say 38,000 or 38 million 38 million yeah 151,000 yeah it's a lot it's a lot of people mm. 38 million 151,000 people Men. Participation rate uh, has dropped to the lowest level ever recorded. But it's not lower than the lowest ever recorded. It's just, it's just the it, lowest just ever the low. recorded. That's, uh, that's <laughs> all true about the all job, numbers. If the job it numbers went up, right, yeah, on Friday? No, if, if it wasn't for Obama, it'd be lower than the lowest yeah. numbers ever recorded. <laughs> why do you hate black people so much, Stu? Oh, my God. Can you believe this guy? It's been apparent more than once today. Yeah, this is the second time in as many hours that Stu, for no reason other than the president's black, has gone directly after him. Wow. That has nothing to do with... Wow. I'm calling Linda Stassi, and I'm going to say, you know who is hate-filled and bigoted? Stu Begir. You should maybe direct a column toward him. Throw something his way once in a while. Well, don't forget the attorney general said on what on Friday mm-hmm. about uh, hate speech. They're going after you, so be careful, Stu. Yeah, they did That's say that. They yeah, did the, say the that. great Loretta Lynch. Uh, pro- prosecute those who use anti-Muslim speech that edges towards violence. Right here. Why are you pointing? Right there. Right there. Right there. I don't know why. Right there. Why did I? Down goes Bergier. Down <laughs> goes Bergier. I don't think anything edged towards. Oh my God! Did you listen to what you had said what before did I say? earlier? What was it? <laughs> oh, lots of hateful. hateful I'm not repeating stuff. it. No way. Thank you, thank you, Jeffy, for your restraint in right. that matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffy's known for his restraint. He is among <laughs> around <laughs> all things. <laughs> uh, partition, parti- participation rate for men, uh, which me- measures the percentage of those who either had a job or searched for one, declined 68.6 percent. That's a lot. The uh, Bureau of Land, uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, recording uh, the participation rate in 1948, and at the same time, participation rate was much greater at 86.7 percent. Ah, wow. I mean, it's not good. I don't know if anybody's noticed that, but the economy's not great. the The job rate is not great, even though they claim. What is the percentage they claim now of unemployment? Is it in the fives still? Uh, Yeah. Is it really? Five, six. Well, they said on Friday it was the labor force participation improves to 94 million. 94,446,000. Amazing. And that's about as many people that are not in the labor force, right? 94 million, right. Uh, 94,446,000 Americans not in the labor force. Yeah, so it's. uh, Is it half and a half? She's pretty. It went up a little from 94.5. That's what they're saying. It was good. 62% of the civilian non-institutional population either holding a job or actively seeking one. There you go. 62% and what is actively the, seeking. What, what is the actual unemployment rate? 5% right now. 5? Five? 5%. 5.0? 5.0%. I mean, that I, is really low. Uh, it's if low, it's yeah. real. Well, if you, look, if you, it, the point is, if you go back, and, and this is the important part of this, you remember the praise mm. the economy was receiving, um, you know, when the last time it was a, a 5.0, 
back in uh, April, the, the heat of the 2008 elections, when the press was all over about how great the economy was right. and how you know, George W. Bush had done such a fantastic Except job. Except for the opposite is true. But uh, other than that, everything you're saying is true. Really? Yes. Well, what about the month before that when it was uh, 5.1, then 4.9, 5.0? Listen, this is from 2005. This is when it was supposed to be terrible. 5.3, 5.2, 5.1, 5 5.0, right around there in 2005. 2006, 47, 48, 46, 45, 44, and 0, 44. Wow. 2007, 46, 44, 44, 46, 44, 47, and, and 0, 5. Now, so it was exactly, uh, that's 2007, so exactly eight years ago. Um, then you've got uh, 2008, was, it was at 5, hung around 5, and then it wasn't until um, August that it crossed the 6 point barrier. So August 2008. I mean that's the middle of the economic crisis, right? Mm -hmm. Then it goes 616568737878 uh, Obama takes over 83879094959596989809999. That's his whole first year. It hangs in the, in 2010, it's still in the nines. 2011, it's still in the nines and drops to 8.5 by the end of the year. 2012, it's in the 8s and drops to the 7s. Uh, 2013's is 7s. Uh, 2014 gets in the 6s. 2015 has been in the 5s. It's not to say that it hasn't improved the unemployment rate, and there are issues with the unemployment rate we've discussed before, and the labor participation rate is a big part of that. But it's just the slowest, at the very best thing you can say about the Obama economic record, is it's the slowest recovery of any recovery since World mm -hmm. War II. Yeah. It's the worst of the worst. It's bad to have to need a recovery because of a recession, and this is the worst example of recovering from it. It is literally the worst of the worst of any president that's ever done this, yet he's still, well, the economy's improving. How long have we been heard the economy's improving? Remember the summer of recovery? Yeah. That was like 2009 when the, when the unemployment rate was 9.5? That was the summer of recovery, Pat. Yes. Yes, it was. It's just, it's an embarrassing. Oh, it is. It's, but nobody will call them on it, except us and them doesn't really matter because the mainstream media completely gives them a pass on this. The, the job rate, they, they've, they didn't care when it was close to 10. Mm -hmm. They didn't care. Well, it was all Bush's fault. And yeah. it still remains to be Bush's fault, by the way. Yes, it does. Because we were hemorrhaging 700,000 jobs a month, mm -hmm. month after month after month. Uh, I mean, that's almost the same as uh, what's-his-face was making from his tiny one-bedroom apartment. Don LaPree? Yes. Pat, we've lost yes. him, by the way. We've I know, lost, we lost Don him. That we lost he passed it. away. Former uh, uh, infomercial guy. Yeah, passed mm -hmm. away recently. Uh, actually, a really sad story. It is a sad story. Yeah, he was I mean, in jail, kill, did right? he kill himself? It was something. I think he yeah. committed suicide yeah, in really. jail. Mm. Right? Yeah. Sad. You know, his mom uh, thinks that he was I murdered, think, murdered, or driven to suicide because of the people in the prison. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah, really, really bad. And oh, you know, I got some other sad news for you too. I have some other sad news for you too, Pat. You do? Oh, no. I don't know. if Are you up for it? I don't today? know. What is it? Can you break it to him slowly? Um, remember our such as girl, right? Oh, Everything, yeah. Everything like such as? We had this as a segment. Miss oh. South Carolina? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, do we have it still is as a it, segment? Is it, on, is it on here? Uh, then I'll... I'll, uh, we, I'll it's, uh, we don't have it anymore? Oh. No, um, go ahead. What is it? She well, was... Uh, I'm trying to find the exact story. We can go to the rest of them tomorrow. <clears throat> but she was... Uh, uh, she came out and said that that incident... Mm -hmm. uh, very difficult to get through. Really? And she contemplated suicide. Yeah. Oh, no. She did actually say that. 
It she contemplated a, suicide. Yeah, this first, is from her, right? Yeah, yeah. it's long before we were uh, harping on it, thankfully. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was back when it was actually going Are on. Are you trying to say that we would have stopped had we known? Yes. Probably. Yes, I probably. Yeah, I think so. If it was that kind of pain, yeah. Yeah. Her career is much better because of us. It was a really interesting story. We had it in the. We meant to do it last week and never got to it. But basically, the story outlines a bunch of the internet meme heroes of the early ages of the internet, from the chocolate rain guy to the uh, evolution of dance guy to mm. um, uh, to the Charlie bit my finger guy to the kid who was drugged from the dentist kid in the, the back Britney seat. The Britney Spears kid. Yep, the, yep, the Britney right. Spears yeah. one, the um, uh, Leave Britney Alone. Mm -hmm. And they all wrote something, I think it was for the New Yorker maybe, um, and all wrote something of like what their experience was like. And she wrote, in, you know, in, it, it seemed like it was in first person written. It may, might have been just been an interview, but she, uh, yeah, says she had a real problem with that at one point. I think she's mm. she's over it at this at, at this juncture. She's moved on to some good things. Now, if you're if you missed it, that's Miss South Carolina, the yeah. maps person. Who's I definitely went through a period where I was very, very depressed, but I never let anybody see that stuff except for people I could trust. I had some very dark moments where I thought about committing suicide. Now, um, now based on uh, um, your peeping Tom activities, is that true? Is that how she was at that time? I'll have to get that answer off the air. All right, triple eight uh, seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. We'll, uh, we'll get to that maybe tomorrow. It was kind of yeah. kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. um, back with more in a second. Uh, our sponsor this half hour is Man Crates. Is that right? Ah, yes. The holidays are here. Are you excited, Jeffy? I am excited. I love these things. This is the this is the man crate, uh, the uh, zombie man crate, and this is the one I always I like this one for Jeffy because he's a huge favorites. fan of uh, Walking Dead. I know, one of my favorites. Um, and it comes with a crowbar. This is how it comes delivered to uh, your house. And now it's just a cool gift, first of all, no matter what which which one you pick. But you can pick anything that a guy likes. Uh, any any topic, golf, uh, they have like, f a lot of them have really interesting foods and stuff. There's a video game one I remember last year. Yeah. So lots of sports options. Uh, this one is the, uh, if you're a big fan of Walking Dead or uh, zombie movies, this is the zombie survival kit. And I like this one because it illustrates the work that goes into it because it's all either really expensive items, like uh, really high quality items. I mean, this machete Look at is that. freaking serious. Look at that. You can trim some hedges with that bad boy. Yeah. I, I, it's too bad you're restricted from carrying these in the United States, Jeffy. Because well, I could I mean, give you this box, but you obviously can't have this in your possession. No, I mean, that, I'm, I'm um, only restricted if I'm caught. Yeah, we'll discuss later how that's the same thing. Um, but it also has, like, detailed little, you know, fun things. Spam. It's got the uh, uh, zombie survival guide book. It's got uh, the cool little hatchet thing here. It's just a great way to tell somebody, basically, hey, uh, I'm thinking of you. Um, I know the stuff that you care about. This is a fun thing that, you know, you, that you're, gonna, you know, you're really going to enjoy, and it's not the boring nonsense people give uh, for the holidays, uh, ugly ties and sweaters and things like that. Uh, they don't want that, no. okay? What they want no. is the stuff that Jeffy wants. Well, don't give them all those things, but some of the things are okay. You can go to mancrates.com. Uh, they have a ton of different items, 100% uh, satisfaction guarantee, which is really cool as well. If you go to mancrates.com slash blaze, you can get 10% off your order. That's mancrates.com slash blaze. Mancrates, solve your holiday shopping right now. mancrates.com slash blaze. Go there now.
Just on uh, Twitter, at World of Stew, and asked the question, uh, does anyone know where I can score a multi-automatic round weapon? Um, and uh, I was uh, actually informed, apparently I can get it from, I guess, a salesman or something, uh, Wild E. Coyote at Acme. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So I'm going to get Yeah, hopefully for it. That was just fashion. It's like if you're going to go I on TV and talk about it. from him, too. Yeah, right. It's nice like, pack of dynamite. Yeah, you don't need to know everything about guns, but you do need to know the basics. I mean, the difference between automatic and semi-automatic is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Like, one of them, you already have the thing you want. They're already banned, basically. Yeah. And none of them know that. No, they don't. None know. of them know Because they don't care about it. It's got nothing to do with it. They're not actually trying to come up with common-sense gun solutions. They're trying to come up with ways to take all of your guns. In any way that they can. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, putting a list of 700,000 people on a cannot buy list. And that's uh, kind of important. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I know you're going somewhere else. No, I'm just fine. Uh, you know, it's all information, Stu, that we're trying to disseminate today. And uh, Is that what we're doing? That was, yes, we're disseminating information. It's what we do, uh, among other things. Inconvenient truth for you here. Due to police, gun violence is the lowest since the 1960s. According to a new report from the Pew Research Center, the FBI and the CDC uh, revealed that gun violence in the U.S. is, in fact, on the decline. And the reason, at least in part, is due to uh, the work of our country's police force. In addition to gun-related deaths, the stats show significant decreases in overall homicides, including suicides, police shootings, accidental deaths, and general just murder just because. Yeah, just uh, murder for murder's sake, I guess. <clears throat> I mean, that's, it, it's significant, too. It's, it's a huge decrease. And basically 50%. I mean, it's basically down 50%. Yeah, you look, look at, at I mean, look at that. Look at homicide that chart. by weapon, uh, 7 to 3.6. Now, remember, this is in an era where uh, that's the bottom line on that chart. Even way. suicides are down, but only slightly. But the homicides are down, like you said, by half. Uh, the suicide thing is not... It's not part of this conversation. No, it's not. It, no, it, it isn't. If people You're want to right. kill themselves, they can do it with 100,000 yeah. different things. They can do it with household items. Right. They can do it with pills, and that happens all the time. The idea that guns, you know, guns, uh, there are no guns in Japan, basically. They're basically, you can't buy them. Uh, very difficult to, to acquire a gun in Japan. Very restrictive gun laws. <clears throat> However, the, the, uh, the suicide rate is much higher than here in the United States. Why? Because it's culturally something that they do there more often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that to me, is just, it's just a sideshow to this argument. That, like, you can always kill yourself if you want to kill yourself. Um, that, you're, never, you're not going to restrict that um, when it comes to... You can't leave, no one cares. If they're going to be dead because they're killing themselves, they don't necessarily care about the laws they're violating to do it. No, all right. Um, That's right. But, I mean, the, if you look at the firearm... Can we look at this chart one more time? The firearm um, uh, homicide rate. You see, uh, from 7.0 in 1993 all the way down to 3.6... Um, in uh, in 2013, that's a, a massive decline, um, and you know we've been going the right way for obviously a really long time now. Um, and through this period is a period in which I think we went from I'm going to ballpark this, but 190 million guns to 320 million guns. It's something like that in that period. So we've you know we've increased by nine figures the amount of guns that are on the streets that people have. Mm-hmm. And yet the firearm homicide rate has dropped by 50%. It just shows how embarrassing this argument actually is. It, you know, the only difference now, between now and then is we're, making, we're publicizing these uh, mass murders in a way that's, uh, I th- 
you know, my inclination is to believe that it's actually encouraging them. I mean, we certainly have seen people who have c committed mass shootings um, <clears throat> who've come back and said, I did this for this. One of the guys recently said they wanted to beat uh, Klebold and Harris's record mm -hmm. um, that out, out uh, overtly. But, I mean, you're seeing this from, obviously, ISIS. The, that's not going to change by our coverage. Uh, but, you know, the, the I'm upset at my life high school student is affected by this, I think. Um, you know, the, the, oh, well, woe is me, my job isn't working out, I need to go shoot people. Those people can be affected, I think, by this. But, again, you don't ban it, you just, you know, try to encourage. I, we've seen a couple cases recently where people have stopped using the names of the mass shooters. It's a positive. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a positive step. Again, it's not something I would implement federally as a law, shockingly, even if it were to help. Because, you know, it would yeah. be a violation of amendment number, I don't know, one? Uh, you can't restrict mm -hmm. that sort of thing, but it's going to be out there on the Internet and things. We're, we're never going to be able to stop that. It would be that. nice if everybody kind of voluntarily got yeah, together just, and yeah. decided. Just said, you know what, it's not a good it's idea. A good doesn't help. doesn't help. Mm -hmm. I, mean, no. I think going through their motivation is always interesting. I think it helps, uh, you know, certainly helps ratings. Um, whether it's a good idea for society is another, uh, is another <laughs> thing, especially when you're publicizing their picture and their name. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't it doesn't seem like it's, it's helpful. Now, if you believe the actual shooters, we know it's not helpful because some of them have mentioned past shootings as inspiration. Right. Um, whether you can always trust that, who knows? I mean, they're murderers. I don't necessarily have a trusting relationship with murderers, just like I don't have a trusting relationship with Jeffies. Good point. A I'm point the equivalent well of a murderer now? Oh, no, you're much worse. Because uh, that has not been proven, ever. That's true. And I'd like you to... Take me off that no-fly list right now. Okay. <laughs> the FBI uh, data shows from uh, 2014 um, homicides, usage of guns for homicide, decreased steadily over the past four years with 8,124 homicides. Okay, so 8,124 gun-related homicides in 2014, 91.99 in 2009. So it's down a, a lot from just 2009. Yep. And, 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 and the impression they give you is that it's skyrocketing. Yeah, and what's funny is uh, it, this is through a period where gun laws in many states have been opened up. Um, so there have actually been, uh, it makes it easier essentially to bring guns to different places, to purchase uh, guns. The rate has gone down. Mm -hmm. The only place where uh, the rate has gone up is in cities where they already have restrictive laws or have implemented new restrictive laws. Um, and then their rates have, uh, ha have problematically gone up. I mean, Chicago is the most obvious example, but not the only one. Um, you know, it's just kind of funny to see that. Shouldn't the argument end when you say the rate has dropped by 50 percent and gun ownership uh, has roughly doubled in the same period of time? Shouldn't it just completely destroy yeah, the gun should. control argument? Yes, should. Shouldn't that be just that one thing? Shouldn't that yeah. shouldn't be over? Yes. Yet they don't they don't seem to care about it. It's, it has nothing to do with reality you don't you know factual analysis is not part of the discussion uh neither is factual analysis part of the discussion of the planned parenthood and the the abortion uh discussion um however on thursday in a in a narrow thursday vote the u.s senate took aim at planned parenthood to remove federal dollars from feeding the abortion giant voting 54 46 republicans inched out democrats hr 3762 bill restoring americans health uh, Health Care Freedom Reconciliation Act of 2015 uh, goes after the uh, president's signature legislation 
stripping it just short of repeal. Not only does the bill remove federal funding from Planned Parenthood for a year, but it also takes away the requirement that individuals must maintain minimum health coverage, as well as repeals employers from being forced to provide coverage to employees. All that's going to be vetoed by the president. Um, but again, but again, glad, I'm glad they did it. I am too. Mm -hmm. Good. Good for too. you. Make him veto more bills than anyone ever has. Pass. Call him the no president. Yeah. He's the president of no. Yeah. We're passing all this legislation. He just keeps saying no to it all. Be great. Put him on the defensive for a change. Yeah, I mean, That'd I mean, be nice. The media will still present it as if it's the Republicans' fault, but so what? Let them. Yeah. Pass the things you believe that are good for the country. If he wants to say no to them, then let him say no to them, and, to, and then you'll have a, hopefully have a president next time that will say yes to them. Um, I think that's at least possible. We have a kind of exciting new poll uh, polling news that's come out of uh, uh, New Hampshire. Let's see if I can find it here real quick. Oh, you had an interesting Iowa poll too. I see. Yeah, Iowa. That's right. What I, you're correct. I'm. Uh, Okay, so it's Iowa, it's not the Iowa New one. Yeah, um, I don't know. I have too many windows open. Bottom line was uh, Iowa new Monmouth poll uh, showing Ted Cruz at twenty four percent, Donald Trump at nineteen, uh, Marco Rubio yes! at seventeen, and Ben Carson at thirteen. If I so what you're saying is Ted Cruz is number one in Iowa right now. That is what I am saying. What you're also saying is Iowa is our first primary state. I am saying that as well. And what you're also saying is that the winner of Iowa seems to gain a lot of momentum. It's in some it, circumstances, it, yes. Yeah. And uh, could well obtain the nomination for the Republican Party. Is that, is that correct? I, is that a decent assumption? I mean, I don't ever want to hear anybody say ever again, I like Ted, Ted Cruz, but I don't want to hear it. Because he is number one in Iowa right now. He's number two in some national polls. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, there was one that came out on Friday that looked really good for, for Trump because he was at 36%. But number two, Ted Cruz at 16%. Mm -hmm. So, yes, he was 20 points behind in that poll, but um, that's not reality. I think what's shaking out now, we're going to see reality. how it goes, is, is what seems to be the fall of Ben Carson. Ben Carson yeah. being at 25%, that's going to go away, seemingly. A lot of it is, about half of it's already gone. Um, and if he continues to drop and cannot turn this thing around, you're going to have a, a big part, portion of that to, to fight over. A lot. Some people have gone to Trump from that. Some people have gone to Cruz. Some people have gone to Rubio. Um, the, here is the poll now. 24 uh, for Cruz, 19 Trump, 17 uh, for Rubio, Carson at 13. Wow. Then you got Jeb Bush at 6, Rand <laughs> Paul at 4, uh, Carly Fiorina, John Kasich at 3, Chris Christie, Mike Huckabee at 2, Rick Santorum at 1, a guy Oof. who won the state in the most recent election as at 1%. Jeez. And then um, uh, really fighting it out at the bottom, Lindsey Graham and George Pataki at Zero. That's a battle we're going to keep our eye on, though, because uh, the Pataki, yeah, the Pataki Graham, Graham battle. I really, is, uh, rarely really do I, up. rarely do I rate, root for George Pataki, <laughs> but in that particular race, I am. That one's heated up to about three below zero. Yeah, well, the, right I should say that it's that's only up. one poll. The three most recent polls, uh, Graham has zero, uh, zero, and zero. Well, that's what I mean. It's heating up, man. That race is just. It's almost but on against, fire. Against, against Pataki, uh, zero, zero, and zero. Yeah. For I an mean, average, about, by the way, an average of those polls would be zero, zero. and zero. Right. Mm -hmm. For an average temperature of about three below zero mm -hmm. right now because that's how much is heated. I mean, they're and still in the race. There's no point in them getting out. It's probably uh, true, honestly. Yeah, I mean, like, no why bother? Point. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Who cares? Let's see what happens. Again, Roll the dice. They say that only it's much more likely that good candidates drop out. Like, who's left the race? Mm -hmm. Bobby Jindal. 
Rick right. Perry, yeah. Scott Walker. Good Those candidates. are good candidates that actually you'd yeah. think in some, some circumstances had a chance. Uh, mm -hmm. Both two of the three actually led the race at one point, right. and they got out because they didn't think it was going their way, and they had financial issues and stuff like that. When you're Lindsey Graham and you start at 0% and you stay at 0%, and you don't well, really think you have a future. He's not really spending money. A few ads here and there. Be. He must and not do be. a couple of radio interviews. He always is on the network, you know, making the network rounds. It's a way so, to keep your name. Yeah. He was on media. Fox this morning. Yeah. Yep. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. It's inevitable right now. Oh, darn. Really? Can we do? Can we, can we try something no. else? Yeah. yeah. What if we put on uh, Dana, Tommy, uh, or somebody else? Is yeah. yeah. anyone other than? Right now, as you sit there, stand, or drive, or whatever you happen to be doing, we are 18, no, we are 11 days away from the opening of Star Wars, mm. The Force Awakens, or whatever it's called. I, I, frankly, I can't wait. It's going to be great. I'm in. Not going to be able to see it on opening day. I'm pretty sure it's all sold out already, everywhere around me. Just kind of glancing at that over the weekend, thinking, oh, I wonder if the ticket. No, they're gone. I was thinking, could you get them on StubHub or something? I mean, is this Probably, a big enough I'm not event? willing to do I that. I might have a couple of not tickets for this. to sell you, Pat. Yeah, no. You no, might? Thank you. I might. What do you mean well, you might? Highest, do you? Well, highest bidder. I'll dollar. give you $10 for them. Yep. Too bad. Well, okay. he, I bid a dollar. He bid 10 He's the highest bidder. Yeah. So right. give him. <laughs> do you actually have tickets? No. No, I didn't, I didn't think, so. think so. You were going to fraudulently counter. I know it was tickets. a bluff. Mm -hmm. um, from the Daily Dot, we have six reasons why the Phantom Menace, though, we're going back to episode one, wink, wink, is better than you think. <laughs> um, I completely disagree with this article. Uh, number one, the characters. This, according to, according to this uh, article, Padme Amidala in particular shines in the Phantom Menace. No, she doesn't. What? No, she does not shine in the Phantom Menace. Uh, it's the only movie where her story isn't bogged down with terrible romantic dialogue and her existence doesn't depend on, depend on how she, for some reason, loves Anakin Skywalker. In episode one, we see her as a strong, capable leader of her people. Yeah, but she's, I mean, look, Natalie Portman, in addition to being, you know, nice to look at, is normally a good actress. Yeah, I think so. Right? She's terrible she's in these movies. awful in these movies, all yeah. three of them. Yeah. Just really it's really bad. really weird. I mean, embarrassingly bad. Yeah, she, but she's actually really good in other things. Yeah. Which is, I, you know, I, like the kid in um, in uh, The Phantom Menace was so, oh, he's so horrifically bad. awful oh, um, that he's she like... She looks like an Academy Award winner in comparison <laughs> right. to him. But like he isn't in the other ones. Right. So like, he's gone. You know, it's like she's in all three of them and it just never gets better. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. What did get better, what was fun to watch, I know it's this last time, it's so ridiculous. All right, they're in the Coliseum in one of them. I don't think it's, it's not episode one. It's, is it the Sith one? No, it's the second one, which is called, what's the second one called? Clones? Yeah, Attack clones. of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. Attack of the Clones. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they're in the Coliseum, and she's wearing this normal shirt, and a creature swipes at her on top of this pole where she's trying to get away from the creature, mm -hmm. and his claw marks don't cut her. 
but tear her shirt perfectly. So you see her stomach? So her <laughs> midriff is yeah, exposed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you see her bare, flat, very attractive stomach, <laughs> but it's not scratched up or bloodied so that that would be off-putting. Right. Frankly, he didn't get that. He just... Just got the just outside of the shirt. Just got ah, the outside it. of the shirt. Dang it. Oh, what a coincidence. Could and it's torn perfectly right where it should be. Could this, happen. this reminds me. Did you guys see uh, uh, San Andreas with uh, The Rock? That. Yeah, I've uh, seen that. I mean, that is the, that movie is the ultimate example of what you're talking about. This poor girl, every earthquake tragedy removes another article of clothing from her. Her, her she, she gets, she's underwater. By the end of it, she's in, in water with, like, pasties on. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> really? I don't think I noticed that. Uh, you you would have, yes. Yeah. If you rewatched it, you would notice it. Every uh. time something falls, it falls exactly on her shirt, and then she walks away, and it comes off a little bit more. <laughs> By the end of it, she's legitimately just standing there in a bra. Uh, that is, that's that's like it's a bad thing. Oh, no, oh, believe me, it was not a bad thing. She's fantastic, but it was uh, <laughs> it was it was so blatant. It's ridiculous, right? It was almost like ridiculous. it was almost like a nod to how ridiculous it was because it just kept happening that's over funny. and over and over and over again. Uh, um, by the way, I'm looking at uh, Step Up. Okay, tickets. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Star Wars, so I guess they're doing a Star Wars marathon mm -hmm. um, that uh, goes through all of them in a row. Um, tickets. Uh, AMC Empire 25 in New York. One hundred and thirty-nine dollars. Wow. Um, see, some on. others. There's uh, fifty dollars. Where you can wait a few days. California. And see it. No. No, I don't like. I don't want to like rush to go see it, but I, I kind of like the event of that first weekend. Yeah, I do bit, too. But know? I'm not willing to, you know, pay one hundred and thirty-nine dollars a ticket for it. No, I am not. Yeah. No, that's silly. No. Um, but uh, back to the why the Phantom Menace is supposedly better than we think. Characters that only appeared in this film alone were also great additions. They say, like Qui Gon Jinn, uh, was he? He's fine. I mean, I don't have necessarily anything against Qui Gon Jinn, other than how do you wind up with a Chinese name on the other side of the universe hmm. uh, in a galaxy far, far away? Do they have Chinese names as well? Is this, oh, apparently is, so. Do they speak Mandarin over well, there? This is a long time ago. And it was a long time language. ago. Yeah. Okay, but Qui Gon Jinn and Darth Maul. Cool I did like Darth Maul. Mm -hmm. That was a pretty cool bad guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jin wasn't another version of the original trilogy's Obi-Wan in a mentor role. He was a different type of Jedi, willing to go against his fellow Jedi and fellow inst follow his instincts. Uh, through him, we see the role of a true Jedi Master in the time of the Republic and what a young Obi-Wan played well by Ewan McGregor was like as they clash. Even Darth Maul manages to make an impression as a great villain, helped by his uh, few lines in, his, in dialogue and double-bladed double lightsaber. Okay. That was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, but I mean, eh. I the, mean, the negatives outweigh the positives of those characters to me. A larger galaxy, mm -hmm. we didn't hear, I, because the, we saw more of the galaxy. I don't care. I know. I Is didn't that care really about that. something like, we were clamoring for? Again, I will argue Hey, show for, us more of your galaxy. Yeah. Why don't we see more? We've only seen a few planets. I want to see a lot more of them. And I will say, like, <laughs> um, Attack of the Clones, for example, uh, episode two. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of cheesy love dialogue in there that really is torturous. That's so bad. However, like, you know, they introduced <laughs> that Coruscant. Is that the name of it? Yeah. I always think of Croissant. But Coruscant or whatever, uh, which is the, a, a, a planet city, that's entirely a, a city, city around planet. it. That yeah. was pretty cool. That, that was, that was a cool, cool chase scene and stuff. Well, I always feel like the second one is actually a little bit underrated. Uh, Attack of the Clones is pretty is a pretty good movie with the exception of the really cheesy romantic dialogue. I challenge you to watch it again and then tell me that. 
Um, I've watched. I mean, I've watched, watched it recently. Out of that first like, three, oh out of that first set of three, it's the best one. The first one's terrible, and the third one is overrated. It actually, people liked it more than. It, I mean, it really isn't that good. The idea that he's sitting there at the end going, no. I know that's. But that's the one super, super bad thing. Super, of super that. bad. That was. I mean, the, for Darth Vader to scream no like that was just so stupid. Yeah, no, it was the height of stupidity. My, my, I was thinking, you know, what is it? It's mm. December twentieth. It comes out right. No, 18th. 18th. Yeah. Uh, so that's 11 days away. I kind of want to go through all six leading up to it. Oh, I definitely going to do You're that. You're going to do that? How, oh, yeah. What's your, I'm going to do that. Now, in fact, here, we've already started that process. We're up to yeah, four. So you already. know you're going to go. You oh, well. know you're going to spend yeah. the money. Oh, you're already You're going to spend those vultures, and you're going to go the first Now, if you can suffer weekend. through the first three, then it gets fun, because now we're up to four, and we're ready so to go. So you did do it in uh, I did it chronological in, order. Yeah, I did. Not in, in real-world order. Yeah. Release order. I no, I did it in chronological as it happened in their society order. In their right? society, yeah. right? Not in the order that one of, like, through our six. society. Yeah. Yeah. Not I like episode that. four, five, six, and back to one, <laughs> right. two, three. No, I think that's how most people would do it because that's the <laughs> yeah. way we. Th- but I kind of want to do the one through. I don't know if I've ever watched a one through six. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun. But the first one, Phantom Menace, is not better than you think. It is so freaking bad. It's embarrassing. I mean, I, I don't know how George Lucas looks himself in the mirror and thinks, yeah, I created that. That's pretty. I'm He's pretty got a big of award that. from Obama again last so night at the Kennedy Center. Oh, really? Oh, geez, that's right. We forgot to talk about that. Um, so I bad. was, uh, I was, he, I heard that George Lucas saw the episode seven. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Force Awakens. He liked it. The he first did? negative thing I've heard about that movie. I know. Uh, if he sense. likes it, it's <laughs> probably going to suck. Yeah. yeah, it's probably going to suck. He has said pretty blatantly that they wanted uh, nothing to do with him. They didn't want him around. They didn't want him to, to have input. They didn't want his uh, advice mm-hmm. at all. Good. And, and I thought that was brilliant of uh, Ad, what is What's his J. name? J.J. Abramson. Yeah, Abramson. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was brilliant because he's so, he ruined it so badly with the last three that it's like, well, he didn't quite ruin it because obviously Disney bought it and we all want to see it now. So, yeah. I mean, we're willing to forgive <laughs> even those other three. Yeah, yeah. For, for the promise of something better. That's how much we love this series. And how he could destroy it like that with the Jar Jar Binks nonsense yeah. and the dumbass uh, romantic storyline between a 35-year-old queen and, uh, and her two-year-old boyfriend or whatever. I mean, Anakin was 10 when she met him. It's almost creepy. Well, there's no age limit it's on love. It's almost you know that. creepy. And does he grow up to be 19 when they see each other again? Yeah, but she's like 46 now. So it's still creepy, if you ask me. All right? I mean, Nobody I did. disagree more. Uh, it's creepy. They also say that the other things will quickly go through. Jedi Council is one of the things that saves that movie. I mean, that's uh, the Jedi Council. It's fine. okay. Yep. Um, you've got uh, Final Lightsaber Battle. Uh, which was the pretty light, good. You know what? The lightsaber battles were good. It was so I'll good. Give them that. Those um, were good. Was that the one with Yoda's <clears throat> battle? Or that was the second or third one? Yes. That's second, another reason why I really like the second and one. Third, that yeah. is a badass scene. <laughs> Where the he's Yoda? bouncing around like oh a my bowling God. ball. Ping pong ball. <laughs> I mean, think about that for the moment. Come on. He you've can't gone... sword fight with anybody, and then he does. Yeah, you've, like, you've gone through four movies okay. where this guy can't even walk. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's bouncing off the walls. That was what, that's what might be my favorite scene in all of the movies. <laughs> it's, it's so awesome. Uh, and everybody loves it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then the, he can, you know, I mean, he can stop the, the lightning deal and throw it back at the guy. Yeah, those that's are pretty all cool badass. Things. I mean, it was early CGI, cool. but it worked. Yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> uh, great music. 
music. The music was okay. Uh, the that Duel of Fates was fine. And uh, Anakin Skywalker, who was terrible. That's that's not something to what? say that's a good thing. As for Anakin, the Phantom Menace does a good job of making Darth Vader a more complex character. No, it really doesn't. And it misses a whole bunch of uh, things that we were told in the beginning that don't pan out now. And that's what pisses my family off the most, I think, about these, is because he claimed the whole time. Now, I had this, uh, this series mapped out start to finish in my head from the very beginning. Really? Then um, how'd you miss so many gaping plot holes and, and screwed them all up? Uh, I wish I could think of some of them right now, but one of them is, is uh, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi says that he doesn't remember ever having a droid. Do you remember that? In, the, in like the episode four, A New Hope. Oh, I don't remember ever having a droid. What are you talking about? He flew around with you and Anakin in, right. the, in the war like a long time ago. I mean, there's a million things like that that just don't add up. Triple eight seven two seven back more Pat and Stu coming up. BECK, it's Pat and Stu. Uh, you know, because somebody named uh, Glenn Beak, is it? No, Glenn. Glenn Bayhack. Bayhack. Uh, Bayhar. Bay uh, Glenn, Glenn Bay. Bayhark. Bayharkinson. Jensenberg. Uh, he wrote a book called uh, Tis about Islam. Right. It's the but Christmas then there version. was another one. Uh, there was another one after that called uh, uh, the, Immort mo the Mortal the Mick, Mortal Nicholas. Immortal the, the Mortal Mick. Anyway, in it he talks about Krampus. All right, Krampus is one of the uh, characters in the book who figures in prominently. He completely screwed it up. It's not who Krampus was. Krampus uh, in Austria and across German-speaking Alpine region is a demonic character and a crucial part of the holiday se season. Devilish figure with long horns and a goatee beard, much like your typical portrayal of Satan. It's pretty icky, actually. You might see him posed harmlessly on a greeting card or reproduced in chocolates or figurines. But you might also encounter a procession of Krampuses stalking through the town, laden with bells and chains, intimidating onlookers, or whipping them with bundles of sticks. Yeah. That's not like holiday fun. I know. Um, Austria actually took in a Weird. bunch of Syrian refugees, and they had to go and explain to them, hey, don't be scared. There's going to be a devil walking through town for a few days because they actually have people who do this. Um, and Krampus walks through town. It's part of their little like parade or whatever. But they were afraid that the people from Syria would be like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, and, and actually kill be scared. or be killed right, or yeah. something. Um, December 5th belongs to Krampus. If you survive, you might get presents. Um, December 5th is when Krampus reigns. In the real world, people might attend Krampus balls or young men from the local uh, local uh, group, I guess, might don carved wo wooden masks, cowbells. Don't you have Kram Krampus balls, Jeffy? You have Krampus balls, I believe. I have had them in the past. That's yes. a medical Did condition. You get rid of them? Yours is yes. okay. You that's were a different. You, that's they, a different thing. They though. tell me that the cream makes it go away, but you never get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how to end the segment. 
after that. I just keep going, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. I just keep going. All right. Uh, Krampus might be a monster, but he pals around with Santa, apparently. Which Why? Is interesting. I mean, that, what a stupid tradition this is. We need to call these Austrians. Tell them what nonsense they're. I mean, yeah, every once in a while, cr uh, I've noticed uh, Austria produces something that's distasteful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Can you think of another example? Uh, uh, maybe the 1920s, they showed his face. Mm -hmm. Maybe like 1900s, early 1900s. Huh. Uh, they produced really? that particular that's thing. Weird. That's weird. Kind of rose to prominence. Uh, and then uh, went away in the like, mid 40s. Okay. Can't think of exactly who it was, huh. but it was somebody bad. <laughs> really yeah, I don't bad. Know. What do you mean? Not even a German, by the way. Just thought I'd point that out. Yeah, isn't that amazing? That is one of the most amazing things. Superior race, mm -hmm. uh, blonde hair, blue eyed, from Germany, and in, a guy from Austria. <laughs> is the one saying is how wonderful. You've got to be Aryan. Who, by the way, not blonde haired or blue eyed mm -hmm. either. So weird. I mean, it's bizarre. It's one of the weirdest things in the history of the world. And then there's Jeffy, who's number two. Yes. I mean, I don't mean he's number why, two on the list. Why are we he's not just, talking about college football. He's just number two. Oh, that's a really good question, though. That's a great question. We're not talking about college or, football. Or, I don't know, the Philadelphia Eagles beating mm. the New England Nobody Patriots cares about the Philadelphia Eagles. Big, We're however, talking about college cares. football bowl games. Nobody cares. What do they care about? Uh, they care about BYU, Utah, and the Holy War. In Holy Las War in Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada. Right there, BYU, Utah got my dream matchup. All Holy Wars are based in Las Vegas. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. So what... It's the Las Vegas Purple Bowl. Bowl. It's the, the Royal Purple Las Vegas Bowl, but yeah. I like to call it the Las Vegas Bowl because <laughs> Royal Purple sounds stupid. I don't and what even is know Royal what Purple? product that is. What is I Royal no Purple, idea. Jeffy? Can you track that down for us? No idea. That's the cream I use to no, uh, no, no, keep no, no, no. Krampus <laughs> <laughs> balls. I will say this. If, if my BYU Cougars can't get up for a game that is their coach's final game with them, he's leaving now for Virginia for $3.5 million, about triple his salary. And against their arch rival that they haven't played in two years and they've lost four straight games to. Uh, and in a bowl game. And it's Utah. Uh, as their coach is going for his 100th victory in their final game. Then I'm done with BYU football for all time. So you better win this stinking thing. Really? I am your biggest fan in the world. And I'm done if you can't get Just for this wow. game. Just remember right, this. I'm done. Royal Purple Cures Krampus Balls. Uh, well, That's a good safety know. tip. Oh, that's their slogan. Cure, it doesn't, they can't say that it cures. Do we know what it royal just, purple is? Did you actually look it yes, up? Yes, it appears to be a lubricant, uh, <laughs> but just for your engine. Oh, like, okay. exactly. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know why you're doubting me. Well, yeah, with your engine. I mean, you call it your engine. It's like the old uh, Bruce Springsteen thing. You strap your thing across my engine. Mm. You know? And, and, uh, no, I don't know. Yeah. Oh.